You are listening to King Jesus Radio, well, good the morning, official everyone. podcast Thank of you New Living Church. Thank you for joining us this morning for our 1045 service. We're just blessed to be together this morning as we're able to come together on the live stream and looking forward to what the Lord has for us this morning as we just come together and praise the Lord together. Amen. And just knowing that our God is faithful and no matter what we may face or go through, we know that we serve an awesome God. And as in this morning's message talking about a shaking up, but just be encouraged this morning that, you know what, we have the firm foundation of our Lord Jesus Christ. So everything that has been shaken up and continuing to be shaken up and more things to continue to be shaken up, just know that those who have the firm foundation of the Lord Jesus Christ, you will stand. And it's our responsibility to be strong, to stand firm, to prevail, to endure, and to continue to trust and believe God and know that He is faithful and know that He is high and lifted up and just knowing and believing and knowing God. I may not understand all this, but Lord God, I know that there is a greater purpose, Lord God. So we're just going to trust you through everything, my God. And Lord, we're just going to thank you this morning as we continue to serve you. So this morning, I want to open up in a scripture in Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 through 27. And it says here, everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall, because it had been founded on the rock. See, this is why it's so important that we continue to do the work of God, that we continue to live in Christ, because it's not just our words to say that I believe, but it's the action and the life that we lived. It's an act in effect. It's something that is being done and lived daily. So this is where we not only preach or talk about our faith, but we live our faith, recognizing that through all the obstacles and the shaking and all the things that we just don't understand, but yet we trust and know who our God is. And that is the faith of the firm foundation because in that, what happens is he helps me and you to be obedient, helps us to seek him through his word and look to him and realize, you know what, God? Though as hard as it may be at times to do this or do that, but Lord God, I got to do it anyways. It's just like going to the market. It's like putting gas in your car. It's like going to work every day. There are things that you still got to do daily because they need to be done. Well, let me encourage you, serving the Lord should be above everything, should be all that we do. As he says, work at it with all your heart as unto the Lord, not serving men, but God. So just keep in mind, that you are serving the Lord God Almighty. And through it all, through the shaking, through everything, know where your firm foundation is in because when you do the will of God and you hear the words of God and you act upon the word of God, that means that that firm foundation is set and you know that your God is with you and that he leads you and he directs you in the power of his Holy Spirit because you know who the foundation is in and you're trusting the Lord Jesus Christ. But in verse 26, it says, And everyone who hears the words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand, and the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. So when we choose not to do the will of God, when we choose not to heed to the voice of the Lord, then we become like those that are foolish 
and our foundation is not set, it's not firm when it's not on Christ, and everything falls. And yes, there will be some things that, you know, we will not agree with at all times and we don't understand, but at least we know we have a foundation. And that foundation is still there for everyone today who is willing and looking to put their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. That rest assurance today of knowing who your salvation is in today. Recognizing and knowing who your Savior is today. If that is you today, then praise the Lord. Give Him glory and praise and honor and thank Him because, Lord God, You are my Savior. You are the foundation of my soul, the foundation of my heart, the foundation of my mind, the foundation of my life, the foundation of my marriage, the foundation of my family, the foundation of my community, the foundation of my job, the foundation in my country, the foundation in this world world the foundation of the church today and lord jesus we can come to you and declare your praises and we can glorify you because we know who our firm foundation is in today so let us not only hear these words but let us be like wise men and do them amen so praise god this morning let us be about our father's business as we continue to trust him and know that our foundation is firm and you know what and after you know all that shaking is done we will see the finished work whether on this side or at home with the lord but we know god that you that began a good work in us will see it to completion until the day of our lord jesus christ so father this morning we just thank you lord we thank you father god for the firm foundation of your son our lord jesus christ the very cornerstone of your church father we thank you lord that it is you my god that holds us up my god we thank you lord jesus that it is you that through the fire through the floods through father the shaking my god lord god that we know that in you that we could still stand my god and we will stand firm in you and the power of your might lord god so father in the name of jesus we ask you to raise us up today father for those that are weak my god those that need a touch those that need healing those that need deliverance those that need wisdom and guidance and direction father those today my god that just need to turn to you and repent my god and ask for forgiveness lord god that there may be freedom father in the name of jesus for those today that father are holding on to unforgiveness and bitterness has started to settle in my god father god God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, Lord, I ask you today to rise us up, my God, from those ashes, rise us up from those pits, rise us up from those dark places of despair, my God, because, Lord, our feet are planted on the rock of our Lord Jesus Christ, Lord God. So this morning, we thank you for all that you've done, but, Lord, we thank you for what you're still to do and what you're doing today, Father God. Father, help us to stop looking and blaming and looking to blame someone for all these other things. But let us look to you and recognize, Lord God, that you are still King of Kings, that you are still Lord of Lords, that you are the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. You are the Lord of hosts of heaven's armies. Father God, you are the Almighty God, and you are high and lifted up, Lord Jesus. 
Jesus. So, Father, this morning we just thank you. We give you the glory and the praise and the honor. And this morning as we come together, we are here to praise you, to worship you, to glorify your holy name, Lord God. And we just thank you this morning, my God, for you are great, Lord God. And, Father, today, Lord, we stand firm on you, our Lord Jesus Christ. And we ask you to help us not to just hear your words, but Lord God, to do them by the power of your Holy Spirit. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. So let us worship the Lord together this morning. Amen. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. Thank you for, you know, just worshiping the Lord together with us. And how many of us know that our firm foundation is that cross? Amen. The foundation of the Lord Jesus Christ, the foundation of our salvation, the foundation where everything that we're here today because of that cross. And it's because of that cross there was a resurrection. And though we may not understand everything all the time, but there needed to be a death in order to be a resurrection. There needed to be a death as a sacrifice once and for all in order for us to be sanctified. Another for us to be made righteous. So I thank the Lord that he, was, he did so obediently unto the Father according to the will of God. And I thank God that we can learn together as well, knowing that, Father, it is you, Lord Jesus, that has given us that faithfulness and that your word, my God, to know that you are Lord of all and that we can trust you through every circumstance and every situation. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. We're thankful to the Lord today that we're able to come together for the word of God and just to be able to serve and worship the Lord together this morning. Uh, today we are only are we are only streaming online services right now. So we will keep you guys updated as as we go on with uh, more information on what we're doing and and how we're doing it and everything. But, you know, just through it all, we're trusting the Lord, you know, looking to his wisdom and his discernment and his guidance and direction and every decision that is made and just submitting ourselves unto the Lord and trusting him through it all that God, you're in control. Amen. And I pray that we all do this, not just in the house of God, but in our lives and every decision, circumstance, choices, different things that are going on today, that we can trust the Lord together and just know that he is faithful to bring us through. Amen. Well, praise God again. And just thank you for joining us. Just a couple of quick announcements. Uh, this Wednesday night, we are having Bible study, which is live streamed. So we pray that you join us on uh, for Bible study on Wednesday. And we start our Bible study at 7, 10 p.m. So the stream is usually up maybe about 7, but we don't actually start until 7, 10. You know, we kind of keep in line the way we've always done Bible studies. You know, we would show up at 7, but we wouldn't really start till about 7, 10. So we're kind of still in that. And, uh, you know, we pray that you join us, you know, have a cup of coffee, a cup of tea, or, you know, a Coke, whatever it is that you, you are, are able to just sit and enjoy Bible study with us and join us with. And we just pray that, you, you know, you're studying your word. We are are in the book of Daniel right now, so we encourage you. We're in chapter one to study along with us, to join us, and to let's grow together in the in the things of the Lord. Because how many of us know, as in the first word this morning, it said, you know, he tells his people, he's telling us today to be strong. Well, part of that being strong is being firm in your faith. But how many of us know that we need to grow firm in that faith? We need to grow firm in knowing who our God is in order when we hear that word, when we listen to his word, when we receive his word, then 
we can know what, he, what he's talking about, you know, and that only comes by knowing him more. So that's what Bible study is about, is to know God more through his word and to study his word and how he works and what he does. And not only that, but our responsibility as his children, as his servants, as those to whom belong to him, you know, so it's just a great way to grow in our faith and to grow firm in our faith and just to know him more that we can we can just grow deeper in that relationship with him amen so we pray that you join us on wednesday night for bible study also on fridays right now through prayer um, we're not yet meeting right now in the sanctuary but soon we will but right now what we are doing is we're praying through the book of isaiah so this uh this what's it called friday will be in isaiah chapter um chapter two and we just encourage you to read along with us, pray along with us. Uh, what we do is we just read the scripture, we go through it, and we just ask, you know, we just trust in the Holy Spirit to teach us through his word. So there may just be a certain verse, one word, maybe a couple of verses, maybe the whole chapter, you know, whatever is upon your heart. And we just ask that we just pray accordingly. We seek the Lord according to his word. And through that, you'll be amazed how the Holy Spirit, as you pray, and you, he just starts to teach you through his word, starts to show you a little bit more and give you some understanding through his word because we're seeking him through his word. We're not looking at um, everything else or trying to figure out, you know, all the, no, we're just saying, you know, we're just trusting in the Holy Spirit to teach us. And it's a good way of growing in relationship with the Holy Spirit is, Lord, I'm going to read your word and I'm just going to trust you to bring some clarity and some understanding. And through that, it may cause you to go and look at a commentary, look at a study note, maybe break down a word or look at some cross references. But you know what? It's going to the Lord because one of the things I have learned in studying the word of God is that it starts with me. It starts with the heart. It starts with the whole Holy Spirit, what is it you're showing me? What is it that is, 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 is you're trying to reveal to me that you want me to see, Lord God? Not what somebody else wants to see, but Lord, what are you speaking to me today? And this is where the Bible studies come from, our Friday nights, our, our Sunday morning prayers, and the Word of God that comes forth in our Sunday services. But not only that, but daily, I'm just, Lord, what is it you're saying to me? We always have to look to the Word of God and His Holy Spirit first. I go to commentaries and studies and different things, and, and that is important. We need to study the Word of God. You know, study to show thyself approved. But start with the Holy Spirit. Start just going to the word and then just allowing him to lead you. And many times you'll see that through the commentaries, through the studies, it's going to confirm already what the Lord has shown you. Maybe a little differently, but we do that also. Make sure we're not going way off either, okay? We learn how to read it in context. We learn how to read it for what it's saying, not what we want it to say. But again, it all starts with the Holy Spirit. So let me encourage you, when you study the Word of God, when you read the Word of God, always ask the Holy Spirit, what are you speaking to me? Teach me through your Word. And that's the power, that is the, the grace that we have, is that we have a teacher, we have the Holy Spirit, our comforter, the helper, the one who is able to teach me and you. Amen? So praise God for that, and we just encourage you to join us, and we're just blessed to know that, you know, God loves us so much that he's willing to speak into our lives. Amen? And uh, I know that we have, you know, prayer requests and, and different things. I know we got a lot going on this week, you know, with the transition of the presidency and, you know, cases really high right now and just different things. You know, it's, it's uh, you know, definitely a, a, just a crazy season, you know. But one of the things we can be encouraged is, is that our God is greater. 
And we serve an awesome God. And you know what? Through it all, he is with us and he'll never leave us nor forsake us. So today's message has a lot to do with this today. And my prayer is, is that me and you would just come together. And yes, whatever is upon your heart today, whatever has been heavy upon your heart, whatever has been just, you know, constant, you know, you're, you're watching this, you're watching that, you know, and, and different things. And, and that's fine. But let me just encourage you also limit yourself, be disciplined. Don't allow yourself to be, just be swarmed with all these different news things and everything that's going on. Um, allow the Holy Spirit to teach you, allow the Holy Spirit to comfort you and, and just, you know, be wise. Amen. But this morning and today, as, as we're studying, as we're going through the Word of God today, I'm just going to ask that you would definitely just really think about and allow what's bothering you today, what's heavy upon your heart, who's heavy upon your heart. You know, this morning we talked about um, the children of Israel, you know, as they're building and they're doing the work, but they really weren't because their heart wasn't in it. And, and God brought some things out that they were basically discouraged because, you know, they, they like the, the old, you know, the old way and they just saw this is not the same. You know, it's, it's different. And many of us could look today, even at church, it's not the same. It's not what I remember. And, and even today having to do live stream, it's like it's not the same. And I get that. I, I, I like when we're all together, definitely. <clears throat> but when we know our God is in control and we know he's doing a shaking up and he's doing some things, this is what it comes down to trusting him and not allowing that to hinder our work and what we do unto him and the heart and the love that we have for him. You know, and many times, you know, through through all that is going on today with the virus and, and, and people, you know, losing people, dying and 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 just the, the stress and you know, um, you know, with the elections and these riots and, and all this stuff. That, and that's just in our own country. I mean, all across the world, there's things going on, you know, in our own cities and our own families, you know, and it just really just becomes overwhelming. So today, I just like you to allow the Lord to bring that up. Allow the Lord to just bring that dross to the surface. Maybe you're holding on to unforgiveness with somebody. Maybe you had a, a, a spat, maybe a, a miscommunication or whatever it was. I'm going to ask you just to allow the Lord to bring that up to the surface. And, and it may hurt a little bit and it may, you know, cause a little bit of, 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 of heaviness and it may overwhelm you a bit much. Even right now as things are just starting to swarm, that's OK. Allow it to do so. But always remember, as God gave the boundaries of the water to the ocean, said, do not cross this line. Just know that if you believe and know who your God is, even though those floods may though those thoughts may flood in. But remember, they are subject to the Lord God Almighty and they have a boundary that the Lord only allows them to go to because his word says so but you have to know and believe it and not allow it to cross over as God told Cain be careful because Satan is crouching at your door and his desire is to master you See, God had already gave him the foothold. God already gave, I'm sorry, God already gave him the door. He's letting him know it's your, in your power now, in your control not to let him in. It's in your power and your control not to allow those thoughts to overwhelm you or flood in to a point where now it's like a tsunami and you're overflowed. But this is up to me and you to trust the Lord and know, God, you gave everything a boundary. 
And though at times it may seem like those waters have overflowed me, but your word says that I will cross through the waters and I will not drown. I will go through the fire and not be burned. And we can trust our God knowing that we will come through this. Whether on this side or the other side, but we know we're going to come through it, not just in this time, but in life in its whole entirety. And we can thank and praise the Lord. And we know this today because of our foundation of the cross of Christ. So thank you, Lord, as we come together and we seek you today. As we come together and as we seek you today, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you, Lord. We give you all the glory and all the praise and all the honor, Father God. We just love you, Lord Jesus, and we thank you, Father God, that you are Lord of all. And Father, you know every need, you know every circumstance, you know every situation, my God, that we and our brothers and sisters today and Father God, all those around us are going through today, Lord. Father, it's just too much to comprehend, yet our mind we try to, Lord. But Father, today in the name of Jesus, we come before your throne and we submit ourselves to your will. We humble ourselves under your mighty hand, Lord God. And Lord, we are here together today because we trust you, Lord. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, whatever may be heavy upon our heart, we thank you, Lord, as you bring it to the surface and make it known, Lord. If it's sin, help us to repent, Father. If it's situations, help us to give it to you, Lord. If it's just, Father, something that we got to trust you, then Lord, give us the strength to continue to stand and to be firm in you, Lord God. Father, we yield ourselves to you, Holy Spirit. And we ask you to lead us, to guide us, and direct us in all that we do, Lord Jesus. We love you and we praise you and we bless your holy name, Father God. And we just thank you this morning, Lord Jesus, for there is no other like you, Lord. Father, we thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Father God, for all that you have done and will continue to do, Lord. And we thank you for your word this day, Father, as you lead us and guide us and direct us in all that we do, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So let's turn our Bibles this morning to 1 Peter chapter 5. And we're going to be reading verse 1 through 11 this morning. And the title of today's message is, Lay Low. <laughs> not Lalo, but lay low, okay? We're going to go a little bit more into what we're talking about today in this, but that's the message today, lay low. So let's look over here on 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 1 through 11. We're pretty much going to stay in this scripture today. There may be one other one, but we're going to pretty much just stay in this portion of scripture. So he says in verse 1, he says, So I exhort the elders among you. And that word exhort is, yes, an encouragement, but exhort can also be a stern discipline encouragement. So it can be, I mean, I'm serious about this. I'm encouraging you, but I'm also going to tell you these are some things that can happen if you don't. 
I am strongly encouraging you to do this. Okay, so this is a strong encouragement here. And when he says this, so he says, So I exhort the elders among you as a fellow elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, as well as a partaker in the glory that is going to be revealed. So he's saying, I am here with you as one like you, and I am also challenged to be the same. Okay? In verse 2, he says, shepherd the flock of God that is among you. So he reminds them that you're shepherding the flock, but not your flock, but the flock of God. And he makes it a point to say so that is among you. So remember that it is God's flock, not yours. And this is something that Paul, I mean, Peter is saying he has to do. And it says here, exercising oversight not under compulsion, but willingly, being willing to exercise this oversight as God would have you, not for shameful gain, but eagerly, not domineering over those in your charge, but being examples to the flock. So being as the the example that that flock needs as one who is not just telling them to hear and do, but also (laughs) challenged to also hear and do for themselves. Not being one that lays all the weights and you're going to do this and that and this. No, but you also will do the same. Not asking someone to do something that you yourself won't do, basically. And he's encouraging them, but he's encouraging them in the same place, saying, but yet I am the same way as you. I'm leading by an example as well, but I have been led by example in Christ. Because in verse 4 he says, and when the chief shepherd appears you will receive the unfading crown of glory. Likewise, you who are younger, be subject to the elders. Clothe yourselves, all of you, with humility toward one another, for God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. See, he's teaching them here about the leadership. He's talking to the shepherds, the elders, to those that are over and are responsible for the flock and to teach them and encourage them. But he's also talking to those that are to challenge to come under the shepherd, to come under those that God has appointed to do so. So he's not leaving anybody out. We all have a responsibility to be humbled, to walk in humility. And humility is having a humble opinion of one's self. See, he's reminding anyone who is in any type of position, you're only there because God has allowed you to be. So always remember that it's, they're not your people. It's not your church. It's God's church. And God is responsible for the people. God is responsible for the church. So always know you are not any greater because it's God and God knows all things. He's reminding them of this, but he's also reminding those that are younger also to be subject to them because they acknowledge that. And he's saying to walk in in humility, having a humble opinion of one's self, a reality, a knowledge of recognizing I'm not all that. I love an example that somebody put. And this is a question I will throw out there for all of us. And this may 
you may say, no, I'm pretty humble. But we all have a place in our life that we're, we, maybe we're not so humble. Something that you're good at. And it could be something very small. But sometimes we can become prideful even in the little things. So I want you to ask yourself this question, and it could be in any area of your life, or it may be all of you. I don't know. But this is a question i got to make sure I always ask myself as a pastor, as a husband, as a father. Am I a wow is me? (laughs) Or am I a woe is me? Think about that. Am I a wow is me? Wow is me, or am I a woe is me? See, there is a difference. There is a, a woe is me is a deep sense of one's littleness, a modesty, a modest or low view of oneself or own importance, a humbleness. See, he's giving them this instruction because he's trying to keep them from getting to a place where um, a wow is me. Where look at me and look at all I've accomplished and look at how many people and look at this and look at how great I am. No, he's trying to keep them from that because we are to stay in a place of a woe is me. Because to come into the presence of God and to acknowledge and recognize the responsibility unto God He says it's better for you not to be a teacher because you will be held to a higher standard. You have a responsibility to bring forth my word in the way I've given it to you because if not, I'm going to hold you accountable for it. Not them, you. That is a harsh word. That is a strong exhortment because that is a strong encouragement that there will be a consequence if you do not do as I am telling you to. Because there's lives at stake and there are people that are belong to God. So therefore you're responsible and the people of God, we also have a responsibility to come under to the subjection of God. Not looking at it in such a way, well, wow is me, I am here, I can do this, I can do that, I can do your job. Instead of having a woe is me and recognizing, God, I don't deserve you. I only know so little and even as much as I think I know and maybe I do know is nothing compared to you. It's nothing compared to how great you are. Your people are too great. And lofty, there's just too many issues, too many things, too much that needs to be addressed that I am not able to. God, you are great. Coming and serving with God is like, man, I can't. Lord, you do so much in the leaders and, and, and those you've called to lead or do. Man, God, I mean, yes, I have this talent, I have this, but Lord, it's nothing compared to you. And we come to a place, it's not a place of low confidence or a low view of oneself. Not to say, oh, I'm no good, I'm not, no. It's, it's just a reality and an understanding. Compared to all God's glory and knowledge, our view and what we know can never even compare. It's a way of seeing things of how they really are. Recognizing that even God and all that I do is nothing compared to you. 
But thank you, Lord God, that you allow me to be a part and to serve you. And thank you for the gifts or what I am able to do. And thank you, Lord, for, for what I have. Thank you for the relationship. Thank you, Lord God, for my marriage, for my kids, for my family. Thank you, Lord God, for my brothers and sisters in Christ. Thank you for my job. But recognizing, but Lord, it's all because of you. And it's a humble place of not forgetting who is in control. Because that's where the grace of God, as he says, God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. That's where he graces you even more to keep doing what you're doing because you're not getting the glory, but you're giving the glory to God. Oh, brother, you do this great glory to God. Oh, sister, you sing great glory to God. Oh, thank you for what you did. Glory to God. Because woe is me. Because compared to him, I am cannot even compare. But I thank God because now I got a realistic view of who I am, where I'm at compared to God. But then in that, I can look to God and say, but yet, God, you see and know everything thank you lord and in that it, we don't have an issue staying humble lay low and he addresses this with a purpose because where he's about to go next in this portion of scripture he has to make sure that they understand why it's so important to acknowledge all that is God's, which should be everything. Are we willing to do this today in our lives? Is there any area in our lives that we're more of a wow is me instead of a woe is me? Not willing to hear or to recognize, God, you are working this in my life. Not my wife, not my kids, not my neighbor, not this so-and-so, so-and-so should be hearing this. No, Lord, what are you speaking to me, my God? Woe is me. There's awfully something in my heart, in my life, that, Lord, you're trying to bring out to the surface. So therefore, God, I can acknowledge, give it to you and recognize, Lord, I don't know it all. But you do. No one knows it all. Compared to the knowledge of you, God, we can't even come close. But thank God that we're able to know you, the one that does. Because what that does is it lifts off so much from us. Not a responsibility to what we have, but the pressure, the weights, and all those things that have been overflowing with us, and we're able to give them to him because he knows what to do with it. He knows how to handle it. He knows the beginning from the end. He knows everything, the ins and outs of it. But the only way to get there is to continue to acknowledge them in everything. You know, that word lay low comes from like a place when somebody's just, you know what, it's, it's kind of crazy. You know what, just say, you know what, I'm just going to lay low for a little bit. You know, the heat's real out there right now. It's a little crazy out there right now. You know what? The household is a little crazy. I'm just going to lay low back here for a little bit. I'm going to hide out. I'm going to wait it out. I'm going to just kind of 
use wisdom here. I'm going to lay low for a while. I'm not going to do this for a while. I'm not going to do that. Just, you know what? I'm just going to lay low. But see, we're not talking about hiding because of fear or anything like that. We're talking about laying low in Christ. Because he says here, humble yourselves. Therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time, he may exalt you. <laughs> so when we're talking about laying low today, I'm talking about the laying low of humbling ourselves. Because to humble is to make low, to bring low the condition of the heart. Oh, are we willing to lay low, to come low, and to lay low the condition of our hearts and concerns and our minds and our thoughts to a place that I don't have all the answers, I don't know the outcome, I don't control anything. God, this is out of my hands, this is out of my control, this is that, this is this. Lord God, I just don't know right now, God, but Lord, I'm going to lay low right now for a while. I'm going to lay low in you, Lord God. I'm going to humble myself under your mighty hand, oh God, because I may not know, I may not know what's going to happen. I don't know the outcome. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to work it. I don't know even how to pray right now. I don't even know what I'm doing half the time, but Lord, I'm going to lay low. I'm going to humble myself under your mighty hand, Lord God. And because I know that you do, you know how to handle it. You are the answer. You know the outcome. You are in control of it, Lord God. So I can humble myself under your mighty hand. See, this message came to me personally. I was sharing with Letty during the week that I just got up in the morning. I'm on my way to work, and, you know, it was early in the morning, and I just felt this weight. I'm thinking of this and that, and I'm praying, and I'm driving, and, you know, and, and, and just this weight just started to overflow. So many questions. What about this? What about that? What's going to happen here? Well, man, this is messed up and just different things, hurts, pains, you know, so much. Our country and this and work and hearing story after story and, you know, and good and then some not so good and some really bad. And you're just like, Lord. And this is in the morning, and I'm praying. But that's when I, this word just came to my heart. Humble yourselves, therefore under the mighty hand of God. Lay low. And that's why I said, Lord, I lay low. Not while I was driving, but in my heart. I said, Lord, I don't have the answers. I don't know. 
but that's okay. I'm just going to lay low. Not out of fear. It's not out of fear. It's just I really don't know. I'm, my hands are tied. My hands, I'm limited. I'm human being. But in that laying low, I'm reminded, but you're not. Your hands are not tied. You created us. You created this world. You know the ins and outs of everything. And in that, I was able to see differently. And as we're able to see, then we're able to wait on God to exalt us, to lift us up, to give us understanding and wisdom to come through. Many times we don't want to lay low or we don't want to lay down. We don't want to humble ourselves because of pride. Many times we don't want to lay low because it may look like we have something to hide or we're scared or we don't know or we don't have enough faith. But he is the one that tells us to lay low, to humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God and acknowledging he has all the power and the control. He tells us so in his word. We just read it here. But many times we're afraid to just acknowledge, I don't know. I don't know what to do. And there has to come that place where we got to be willing to say, Lord, I'm just going to lay low. But I'm going to trust that as I lay low, as I humble myself in you, I'm not going to worry about what other people think or this and that. Lord God, I'm not doing this because I'm scared or I don't have enough faith or this. Lord, this is just a real place that we're in today, Lord God. And Lord, I'm just your word tells me to humble myself. Therefore, under the mighty hand of God and you will exalt me in due time, Lord God. And in that, Lord, you will raise me up that I can see how you see. I can have a little bit of understanding. I can have your peace as I wait upon you and trust in you, Lord God, recognizing I don't have all the answers. But, Lord God, you didn't tell me to have all the answers. You told me to trust in the Lord with all my heart and to do not lean on my own understanding. But in all my ways, acknowledge you and you will direct my paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes, but fear the Lord and shun evil, for this will bring health to your body and nourishment to my bones. And that's exactly what it did as I laid low. It brought nutrients to my body. It strengthened me. It lifted up that pressure and that headache. It lifted up all that heaviness, and it helped me to get back up and to see things not the way that I see them, but to know and recognize, Lord God, you see all things. And Father, Therefore, you can take me to this next place that he says, casting all your anxieties or cares on him because he cares for you. That's what got me right there. 
was the fact to be able to say, Lord, you know what? I can lay low. I can humble myself because, Lord, you didn't call me to carry all this. You said it right here, casting all my cares to throw upon. Here, Lord, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do this. I can't carry it. But, Lord, you do, and you can carry it, Lord. So thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. I can cast these cares upon you. Not that I don't care about them, but Lord, there's nothing I can do with them. But what I can do is I can throw them to you. I can give them to you because you know what to do. You can do it. And all things are possible for you, Lord God. So, Father, I give it to you because it's too high and lofty for me. But, God, it's not too high and lofty for you because you are exalted on high and you are above everything else, Father God. So, Lord, I can do this because your word says you care for me. And the Lord cares for you. So all that that I ask you to bring about and think about right now, cast your cares upon the Lord for he cares for you. He cares for you, church. He cares for you. He loves you. And even in the world today that those reject him, he still loves them and doesn't want them to keep those anxieties and those cares of life. But he wants us to cast our cares upon him because he cares about me and you so much. And we can thank the Lord this morning because it's not a matter that now, okay, that's off my back. I can go live. Yes, now you can do what you got to do. But what you're doing is now you're trusting the Lord to say, but God, I'm going to trust and believe you're taking care of this. You're taking care of that. You're in control, God. And though I have to be here at work right now, though I got to go do this, though I'm going to be doing that. But Lord God, through it all, I know that you're taking care of those situations and maybe they might not look how I want them to look but Lord I'm going to trust you because I have given these cares unto you because you care for me the anxiety is the, the idea of distraction that's what the cares and the anxieties of this life he says do not worry tomorrow tomorrow will worry about itself you're not even promised tomorrow But Lord, in you, I can cast my cares upon you, my anxieties, my stresses, my worries, all those things that are meant to distract me. Not that I don't care, not that I don't pray, but Lord, now I'm praying and I'm seeing it differently because now it's in your hands. And now I can pray because your hands are not tied. You are able to be everywhere and anywhere at all times. You are able to reach the unreachable. You are able to visit that one in the hospital or the nursing home or wherever they may be at today, even though we're not able to. You're able to be with those workers and those employees. You're able to be with those doctors. You're able to be with those that have lost someone. You're able to comfort them. You're able to hug them. You're able to speak to them. You're able to love them. You're able to draw them. You're able to save them. You're able to heal them. You're able to deliver them. You're able. 
You are the resurrection and the life, Lord Jesus. And we thank you, Lord God, that we can continue to live in Christ Jesus today because, Lord, I am able to cast my cares upon you for you care for us. So, Lord, I'm going to lay low. I'm going to humble myself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, casting all your anxieties, your cares on him because he cares for you. So he prepares them through the word. This is why he tells them walk in humility so you won't have an issue with laying low and humbling yourself because then you can get rid of all the stuff and give it to God that you yourself shouldn't be carrying. He says, give it to me. He is able to do so. But are we willing to let go of our pride are we willing to come to a place and say, you know what, I, even what I do know, I still don't fully know. Here you go, Lord. I cast my cares upon you. I cast my cares upon you. Because he warns them in verse 8 through 9, be sober-minded. Be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. He, notice he doesn't say a lion, but like a lion. We have the lion of Judah. But many times, if we don't humble ourselves and we're weighed down and we're distracted, when that wannabe lion roars... If we have laid low and allowed the Lord to lift us up and see how he sees, then we recognize that's, that's, that's a kitty purr compared to the roar of God. It's a real war, but he doesn't have a bite because the Lord God is with us. But looking to whom he devour, he's looking for that wounded animal. He's looking for that one that is bound by distraction, that is weighed down by the weight of life and just struggling. And that's where he's going to come in for the attack. But when he comes and recognizes, oh man, that person's not wounded. They're just laying low because they're humbled under the mighty hand of God. Then that, that wannabe lion has got to back up in the name of Jesus. Because it's the Lord God that now rises up his servant and says, continue to go and work and serve and do because I got you. We have the victory in Jesus Christ. But it's going to cost some work in me and you that when we get up, he says, resist him. It's going to cause, you're going you're gonna to have to battle. You're going to have to resist firm in your faith, recognizing, no, Lord, I've given you my cares. You're going to have to stand on these words we're declaring and continue to declare and believe, and you're going to have to trust the Lord through the shaking and say, but nevertheless, not my will be done, but your will be done, Lord Jesus. Not my will be done, but your will be done. Imagine when Jesus was there in that garden, and, it, you know, and he was sweating like drops of blood. 
It looked like all was lost. It looked like that roaring lion was coming in. But what Jesus was doing is he was laying low, humbling himself under the mighty hand of the Father. And though it may look like a hopeless situation, but it was through that situation that Jesus died on that cross and rose again on the third day. A man willing to lay his life down for me and you that we may have life in him because he was powerful. Powerful enough to take it up again. So we may have to lay low and lay down and humble ourselves, but always know that our God can pick us back up again. But this time we see and know as He does. And you recognize knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. Reminding me and you, we are not alone. You're not alone. We are not alone. We are going through this together and we will stand firm together. We will lay low together. We will get back up together and we will keep going forward together. But we got to stand firm. Locked arms, trusting the Lord, recognizing we're all going through this together right now. And you may be going through it differently, but we're still going through. It rains on the just and the unjust. But we're going to continue to trust the Lord. So be encouraged this morning. You're not alone. And after you have suffered a little while, he says a little while, man, a lifetime is a little while. <laughs> but a lifetime compared to eternity is a little while. And I'm not saying we're going to suffer our whole lives, but sometimes it can feel that way. But remember, this life is temporal. The things that are seen are temporal, but the things unseen are eternal. He says, the God of all grace who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. To him be the dominion forever and ever. Amen. To restore. To repair to strengthen, to perfect, to complete, to make one what they ought to be, to confirm, to turn resolutely in a certain direction, to make stable, place firmly, fix, to strengthen, to render. I'm sorry, redeem. To strengthen, to make strong, and to establish you, to lay the foundation, to make stable. You notice by laying low and humbling ourselves, he's the one that does this. Our responsibility is to resist, to recognize and acknowledge there is a real devil out there. But our job is to resist him in the faith, 
recognizing we can do this to Christ and we're not alone through it. But as we do so, and in humility unto the Lord, this is what he does for me and you. How many of you need to be restored today? How many need to be confirmed, strengthened, and established? Be willing to lay low and humble yourselves and cast your cares on him and allow God to do the work that he is doing in your life. Acknowledge what we don't know, but acknowledge what he does and that we belong to him. Are we willing to lay low? Let's do so together and stand firm in our faith in Jesus' name. Psalm 91 verse 1 says, Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. But keep in mind, we're never asked to do something that our master, our teacher, he himself did not do. We're going to close with this scripture in Philippians chapter 2 this morning. I'm going to ask I'm going to ask my wife to might want to unmute it though. I'm going to ask my wife just to play a little bit and but Philippians chapter 2 verse 1 through 11. This is our example of laying low. So if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than our, yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have this in mind among yourself, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was born in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant. Being born in the likeness of men and being found in human form, he humbled himself And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name. So that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And you may have to lay low and you may have to acknowledge some shortcomings. And you may have to let some things go, such as anger 
and bitterness and concern. And you may have to let some people go. But are you willing to lay low today? And are you willing to humble yourself under the mighty hand of God? Recognizing, Lord, you're in control and all things are possible for you today, Lord God. So today, Father, I don't want to carry this no more. I can't carry it no more. It's been heavy upon me, Lord, but every time I come to this place, please remind me to lay low, to humble myself under your mighty hand and to acknowledge how great you are, Lord God, that I'm not giving up, Lord, I'm giving in. And I'm trusting you, Lord God. And I'm looking to you, Lord God. So this morning, I'm going to ask that you would take all that flooded your mind and has been flooding you today. All that you're concerned for today. And it is real. And I'm not saying that we're just forgetting about no, but what I'm saying is let us cast these cares upon the Lord because he cares for you. He cares for us so much that he says, no, give them to me. Give that person to me. Give that situation to me. I don't want you to carry it. I didn't call you to carry it. I want you to be sober-minded because as you live and as you do the work, I want you to see what is coming against so you can stand firm and endure through it. But as you do, as the shaking is stopped, you will see as your feet are firmly established and right there, what I've called you to be, what I predestined you to be, what I made you to be, what I fearfully and wonderfully made you to come out as. Because you chose to trust in me and to work and to do and to live for me. And in that, it is His strength. How many need the strength of the Holy Spirit today? Lord, I need Your strength, Lord Jesus. Strengthen me by Your Holy Spirit, Lord, not to fear. Not to worry, but to trust You, Lord. And though I will have those times, and, and they may come quite often, but Lord, remind me, it's okay to humble myself. It's okay not to have all the answers. It's okay if, if I don't necessarily want to agree with everybody because why am I agreeing anyways? I don't even fully understand it. But you do, God. Humble yourself. Take this time right now and give to the Lord. He doesn't want you to carry it anymore. He loves you too much for that. Lay down that pride. Lay down that act. Lay down that unforgiveness, the hurts, the pain. Lay down those concerns and cast it upon the Lord today. 
Be strong and very courageous, as his word says. I believe the Lord is doing a great work right now. And I believe this morning, today is... Many of you chose to lay low and to cast your cares upon him. That now he'll teach you how to see a little bit more clearly. How to get that joy back. How to get that desire back. To be in his presence. And reminder that no matter what goes on today or this week, and we know that there's many things in the horizon. Lay low. Lay low. We're going to sing, we're going to do, we're going to worship with one more song today and I'm just going to ask you just to take this time just to declare it as we trust the Lord together Trust in our God and through his unfailing love, we will not be shaken, we will not be shaken, we will not be shaken, we will not be shaken. We will not be shaken, we will not be shaken, for we trust in our God, and through His unfailing love, 
We will not be shaken. 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 Though the battle rages, we will stand in the fight. Though the armies rise up against us on all sides, though the battle rages, we will stand in the fight. Though the armies rise up against us on all sides, trust in our God and through his unfailing love we will not be shaken 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 we will not be shaken. We will not be shaken. For in the hour of our darkest days, we will not tremble. We won't be afraid. Hope is rising like the light of dawn. Our God is for us, He has overcome. For in the hour of our darkest days, we will not tremble, we will not be afraid. Hope is rising like the light of dawn. Our God is for us, He has overcome. For we trust in our God, and through His unfailing love. For we trust in our God, His unfailing love We will not be shaken 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 Are you going to be shaken, church? Or are you not going to be shaken? Because you know who your God is. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. 
No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue you shall refute that rises against you. This is the vindication of the servants of the Lord. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. Do you believe this today? Then we will not be shaken. We will not be shaken. We will not be shaken. We know who our firm foundation is in. Do you know who your firm foundation is in today? Should be in the Lord Jesus Christ. Immovable. Impenetrable. Victorious. Oh, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We will not be shaken. 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 We have overcome. We will not be shaken. We will not be shaken. We will not be shaken. We have overcome. We will not be shaken. We will not be shaken. We will not be shaken. We have overcome. For we trust in our God. And through his unfailing love, Lord, we just thank you this morning, Father God. We will not be shaken, Lord. Because, Father God, Lord, our foundation and our faith is in you today, Lord Jesus. And even through the shaking all around us, Father God, we thank you that you keep us by your word. You keep us in you, Lord Jesus. And Father, we're going to trust you through it, Lord God. Because, Lord, we are overcomers in you. So, Father, we just thank you this day, Lord God. Father, if there be anybody that does not know you today, Father God, let this be the day of salvation, Lord Jesus. And Lord Jesus, that they may call upon you and repent of their sins and confess you as their Lord and Savior and ask you into their heart today, Lord God. And Father, today many that are weak and weary, but Lord, thank you for the reminder today, Lord Jesus, that Father, we can lay low as we humble ourselves under your mighty hand and therefore knowing that you will exalt us in due time, but Lord, with a willingness to cast our cares upon you, for you care for us, Lord. We thank you that you care for us, Lord. We thank you for your peace and your comfort. And we thank you, Lord, for your great love. We love you. We praise you. We glorify your holy name. And we just thank you, Lord God, as we see how great and mighty you are, Father. We love you and we praise you, Father God. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. We are dismissed. We will see you soon on Wednesday. We have the live stream. 
Continue to trust the Lord. Continue to cast your cares upon him. We know that we got a lot going on this week, but let us continue to lay low and humble ourselves and just trust the Lord through it, okay? And just when it starts to get heavy, remember, lay low. Amen. God bless you. Have a blessed day. We love you guys. We're encouraged by you guys. And let us continue to trust the Lord together. Amen. God bless you. In Jesus' name.